Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello from the future. This is Brandon, the host and creator of Monster Eight the Pilot. You're getting this odd introduction due to the fact that Brandon used to have music on the podcast, and uh, that day finally came, and I'm starting to get episodes struck down. So I'm going through and getting all the music remo- removed. So you're getting this fun introduction to go over any time I had music playing at the beginning of the show. Um, if I'm not able to cut around it, like sometimes I talk over the music, so that's why this is here. Uh, yeah, so if there are references to songs or I seem to be talking about a song, I'm like, hey, I've got these three songs later. You know, look in the description of what they were. They will be cut out. I am working on it. It will take some time. Hopefully I don't get the ban while working on this stuff because a lot of these episodes are in the archives. And getting them out of the archives takes like 12 hours. But other than that, enjoy the show. Like I said, it's, uh, you know, I kind of fucked up by not knowing... Uh, but not understanding what I was reading when saying that Spotify Anchor allowed music on the podcast. I misunderstood what that meant. Anyways, yeah, it sucks, but we all get through it together. Enjoy the episode. It's the best episode ever. This is, Whatever episode this is on, it's the best episode ever. So listen, like, share, subscribe, support, all the fun stuff. Thank you. Hello, uh, friends and neighbors. Welcome to Monster 8, the pilot, the podcast hosted by me, Brandon. It is Sunday, so it's time for three, count them, three songs of the week. Not including that one. <laughs> we also got some rambling talk, uh, random talk, dealing with some anger issues this week, bros. It's fun. It's a great time having anger issues like I have. You fucking just want to yell and scream and beat the shit out of stuff. Mostly just beat the shit out of yourself. No self-harm, though. That's that's the key, dude. Don't hurt yourself, you know? Find ways to get it out. That's going to be the key to this episode. Finding ways to alleviate your anger and alleviate your stresses, man. Letting stuff go. It's tough. It's tough. We all know it's tough. But, you know, at the same time, it's the start of the episode. Let's not go crazy here. Uh, if you like what you heard, spread the good word, man. It's uh, it's, it's a good time here on Sunday nights with Monster 8 the Pilot. I think it's a great time even. Maybe even a wonderful time with Monster 8 the Pilot. I can't hear myself in my headphones for some reason. I'm getting ticked off. I did a lot of moving around this week with um, trying to get everything ready for a whole bunch of stuff. I got a lot of the wires kind of taken care of, which I'm happy about because I hate exposed wires. And I like how I say that. Now I look around, there's fucking wires everywhere. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It looked good, but then I don't know. As much as I love this desk, I've already ran out of room. (laughs) I've got the soundbar a little too far away from the monitor and everything else I need. It's whatever. Anyway, once again, start of the episode. No Springsteen song of the week. I didn't listen to Bruce this week. At least that I'm aware of. At least something that, nothing that stuck out to me. Did have a weird uh, Friday night. We'll talk about it. It was cool. I had a good time. It was something that definitely alleviated my anger. It was so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just... It's weird. I, I can't really talk about a lot of the shit that makes me fucking mad. Just because I'm not allowed to. Because of, it's just like a work thing. And I just... It's one of those things that I signed over. I can't talk about work on podcasts, man. Uh, they're going with the secrets out, dude. I don't even know if you're supposed to know where I work. Who gives a shit? I don't talk. I don't talk about it. I try. That's what I try not to do. That like in therapy and stuff. Not to talk about what my biggest fucking issues. Like you know, and or wait a second. What am I talking about? Yeah, therapy. I'd never want it to be a thing where I basically just spend a month or one time. Or mine's one day a month, where all I do is talk about how much I fucking hate work. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody does. That's the thing. Like, you know, to act like I'm the only guy who hates work is ridiculous. Everybody fucking hates their job. It's a job, man. Even, like, professional athletes get fucking sick of it, dude. We've got some good sports talk this week, I think. We actually got some good sports talk. Preston played today. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Huge, huge stuff. I'm not sure why I'm talking like this. It's whatever. Anyway, we're still at the start of the episode. Opening song of the night was the Menzingers with I Don't Wanna Be an Asshole Anymore. Oh, perfect for this week. That's the thing, man. I get so fucking angry and I just turn into an ass hole. Man, I just I don't want to be an asshole to people. But man, sometimes you motherfuckers bring it out of me. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> My mom doesn't bring it out of me. Uh other people freaking do. Let me tell you that, Jesus. Um that's what I think a lot of people get surprised that I have intense anger issues. That's what I, that's what I don't know. Like 
a lot of people see me as a very nice guy. I always just like I talked about it quite a bit the past few weeks. Like the object, my objective every time I interact with anybody is always try to be a better person within that group. So if we're both having that same goal, we have the best interaction, absolute absolute best interaction possible as we move forward. Um, and I think people do pick up on that because people think I'm incredibly nice and that's cool. I'm glad people feel that way, but man. <laughs> When I lose it, I lose it, dude. There's some people who've got... There are very few people who've gotten the full brunt of whenever Brandon fucking loses it. When he loses it, dude, it's it's intense. I get embarrassed by it thinking about it today. Like, some of the stuff I've said or just kind of lost in... Like, when I get... When you see Red, man. It's it's crazy. Um, I have three songs of the week. And tonight, I know that's a weird pivot, but whatever. I have one written down. I'm trying to remember what the other two were. <laughs> It's going to be fun. I've said it for like back-to-back weeks. I don't have much planned. And for some reason, I still get like an hour and 20 minutes of content, man, out of each show. Um, yeah, Sunday nights, Monster Eight the Pilot. Or sun- not, not Sunday fucking nights. It's, I think I release it at noon on Sundays. I don't even know what I'm doing with my own show, dude. I'm still working on a few other people to get on the show for some fun stuff. I'm, I've got some skit ideas coming. And I will probably never do them. Like, you know, I've been trying to, I'm still working on a lot of the notation stuff I need for the big projects I've started working on and I keep talking about. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm not, like I said, it's, I'm a little, I, like, uh, I know it's become like a cliche of procrastinators. They just call themselves perfectionists and that's why they never get shit done instead of just saying they're lazy. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. I'm both. I'm lazy and a perfectionist. Because anytime I do get done, I, I look it over and I just I start nitpicking everything and say, nah, it's not good enough. It needs more work. It's mostly just kind of a uh, probably more of an anxiety and a self-esteem thing where I don't feel like it's ever going to be good enough. If I put it out there, people will make fun of me. Nobody's going to make fun of me. Nobody gives a shit, dude. Most people are just living their life not caring about much of anything, man. Uh, whatever. Whatever, man. What am I talking about? Anyway, let's begin the show. <laughs> What a start to the show is just fucking random. Oh, I'm trying to remember all these freaking songs I picked this week, and I cannot remember a freaking one, dude. I've been saying dude a lot lately, and in that weird accent, it reminds me of whenever me and Justin, for like a week at the pub, tortured everybody and spoke like uh, surfer bros for an entire week, where all tubular... Like, like, what? Like, we were basically just a Keanu Reeves character. And it was fucking awesome. It was a lot of fun. I remember that plan of the day, dude. Um, I kept, every time I'd say goodbye to people, I wouldn't say, like, peace or anything like that. I'd say, hang ten and ride the waves, bruh. <laughs> the shit I would do to keep myself entertained back in the day. Oh, it was beautiful. Beautiful, man. I had a weird little moment about that. Like, you know, having that weird... Everybody has it from time to time. It's nothing crazy or out there. Um, Whenever you kind of really miss being young or something like that. And I'm not that old. My body's fucking destroyed, but whatever. Um, But yeah, I was just sitting there like, man, if I could just go back 20 years and try this all out again, I'd, I'd do so much cooler shit. And I think we all get that way, don't we? We all get that way. I think it's just kind of part of being all pissy this week. Uh, I hate everything. I hate everything, but I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for understanding. Uh, If you've tuned in for the first time, welcome. Second time, welcome back. Third time, what the hell are you doing? There's so many other things you could be doing besides listening to me. Oh, man. That's one. There it is. I was trying to... I found one of the songs of the week for later. Uh, I don't know, man. What else we got? I got some. Um, I still haven't updated the Lost we watched. I have not watched Lost for three weeks now. It's driving me crazy. I don't know why. Like I sit down to go watch something. Like oh, I should watch that. No, and I just don't. What did I watch this week? I watched a f- freaking movie. I'm like, what the hell is happening? I don't even remember, dude. It wasn't memorable. I'm having such bad luck watching any movies right now. Like I might need a palate cleanser where I watch something that I know I already love. 
Like I just watch like The Godfather or I watch like Shawshank or I watch uh, Lord of the Rings or something like that just to cleanse the palate, get back in this and maybe you could turn my luck with. Anytime I try to watch a new movie, I'm like, this is hot garbage, man. Uh, I don't know. I still need to... Uh, what was I doing? I was putting notes in. That's right. We're taking live notes. What a great guy Brandon is at doing his own freaking show, man. There we go. I do have some sad stuff to talk about. Oh, that's right. That was the other song. I'll get to it a little bit later. So, yeah, that's what I was going to do, I think. I don't know what I'm doing, guys. Does anybody know what they're doing? I don't know what I'm doing anymore. It's actually at the crux of what I was watching. I, I started watching, and I'm not sure why it took me so long, because it's, it's always been such right up my alley in terms of, like, goofy comedy. I think you should leave on Netflix. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's absolute perfection. Oh, I have cried laughing and cried from, like, sadness watching this show. <laughs> There's, like, a one where they do, like, the parody of the goofy bit that they have in all those prank shows where somebody dresses as an old man or like basically like bad grandpa or whatever. Is it bad grandpa? Is that what it's called? Or is that the stupid Robert De Niro, Zac Efron movie? That's dirty grandpa. Uh, bad grandpa with Johnny Knoxville. He dresses up like an old man and just does stupid pranks. It's just jackass, but he's in a grandpa outfit. Um, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes jackass is great, but sometimes jackass is a bunch of jackassery. Uh, Wow, what a take, Brandon. <laughs> um, nah, like, uh, he, he, like, the whole bit is Tim decides he's dressing up as an old man, and he got all the prosthetics. Oh, this is going to be so great. And he comes walking into the mall, and it's just the absolute worst prosthetics you've ever seen. It's so obvious some dude in suits in it. <laughs> It's just so great. And then he just starts arguing with the guy who's running the sketch. He's like, I don't want to do this. Oh, it's like, why would I even do that? Why would I take that? Because she's alone. It's like, oh, it's funny. He's like, oh, it's just brilliant. He's arguing. Then at the end, he starts having like this existential crisis. He's like, I don't even want to be here anymore. <laughs> oh, it's it's just oh, it's perfect. There's little buff babies where <laughs> they have, like, this contest of a whole bunch of buff babies or little buff boys or something like that. And it's a whole bunch of guys and, like, a whole bunch of little kids in, like, muscle costumes. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid, but it's beautiful. Oh, I cry. Sam Richardson's in it. He's wonderful. Um, and there's the best one, the one that, like, oh, my God, I almost cry at the end because it's so sad. Um, there's a ghost tour, and <laughs> Tim's on it. And the guy's like, this is the adult tour. We can say whatever the hell we want. And, like, you know, in the game, we curse. And Tim just starts saying the most vulgar shit. <laughs> like, any one of these fuckers. And he comes out and he says stuff that I won't repeat on the podcast. And it's so great. And the guy pulls him on the side and says, you're ruining the tour for everybody. And, like, kind of lays into him. And they go out and he gives out some more facts. And here comes Tim back out. And he's he's been crying. <laughs> he raises his hand and he says something else. It's really stupid, but he says it like in a really sad voice. And eventually one of the other tour guys is like, you're done. And he throws him out, and he goes outside, and his mom pulls up. He's like, did you make any friends? He's like, not really. And he gets in the car, and it's so sad. <laughs> it's so, oh, you feel so horrible. You want to cry for him. It's brilliant. If you've not watched, I think you should leave on Netflix. It's perfect. I am so glad I finally got into it. And I've been sending that sketch to so many people. The... <laughs> You know, these little fuckers. <laughs> oh, shit. It's 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 brilliant. I absolutely... I can't believe it took me this long to get into it. Like, I, I watched, like, the um, previews or the trailers or whatever. I'm like, oh, this seems so perfect for me. And I just never got around to watching it. And now I'm kind of going back and uh, Sam Richardson and Tim Robinson both did Detroiters on Comedy Central together. And that seemed kind of funny. Like, watching some of the clips from it, it seemed pretty cool. Seem like something I'd like as well. Ugh. Well, other than that, dudes, I have not, I have not watched any TV. I haven't watched hardly anything of note. If it's, uh, I, I worked really hard for a while because, especially when I was in my real like bad days a couple years ago, when I was just like completely depressed out of my mind, and just wanted to kill myself most days. Um, I couldn't focus on TV, and like I would, I would just be absent-mindedly watching so much nonsense and. 
I mean, I know me and Jake were joking a couple weeks ago, like, I've never watched Sopranos, never watched The Wire, or all these shows that I know I'd love. I could have watched them in that, during that time and have no idea. Like, I was so detached from reality in that point. Um, but one thing that, as I kind of started working my way out of it, one thing me and my therapist talked about a lot was I wanted to be more present while I did stuff. Not me completely just despondent while doing things. Like, when I, you know, if I sit down to watch a movie, I want to kind of watch it take it in more critically not just I'm not even not critically actually enjoy it and remember it more just like at least make it you know a thing instead of just throwing on background noise and just having white noise on all the time and just hoping that kind of distracts me because that's what it all was it was just trying to distract yourself from the insanity of your own brain yeah but yeah it's like so I, it makes me a little worried that I'm kind of in a phase where I'm not taking in anything but it's not that bad I mean, it might be the time of the year, too, where you just kind of, you know, I think everybody gets that way, especially, like, work stuff or just a lot of stuff. You're like, ah, just get to the end of the year, and I can start all over again. Or I can just kind of get started once the year is over. Once this is all done, then I can just move on and do this or something like that, you know? I think a lot of people get that way at the end of the year. They're kind of like, hey, let's go ahead and get to the reset button, and then I can kind of recharge and get going again. That's why so many people, after the new year, start hitting the gym. I mean, really, right now is the best time to go to the gym. Today, bro. Hit those weights now, bro. Eat that raw liver and do a lot of steroids, bro. Liver King. That was the guy I was fucking making fun of last week. Guy's obviously roided out of his fucking skull. And he's like, oh, no, I'm on natural, man. I'm on natural. And he's like got an ass full of steroids. I eat raw liver and follow some ancient tenets about masculinity or some stupid shit. Shut up. I'm here to help you with your self-esteem issues by achieving this body that you can only... And I'm telling you to do all these things that won't achieve this fucking body for. <laughs> I hate grifters, dude. All these grifters out there, man. It's ridiculous. And so many people falling for their shit. That's the thing that drives me up the wall. Like so many people fall for it. Why? Nobody's got secret answers, man. That's like anybody tells you, like, uh, like I don't know, random things like guitar. If somebody says, oh, I've got the secrets to the guitar, and this is how you can learn to play, like, great songs, no problem, it's super easy. No, it's fucking not. Like, here's the, here's the secret to guitar. Practice. Practice a lot. Practice till your fingers bleed, and then you might become okay at it. <laughs> like, that's, that's seriously. Like, music, a lot of other stuff, it's just work really hard at it. That's the way to get good at things. There's no shortcuts in mo almost anything in life. There's no shortcuts. You just got to work really hard at stuff. I'm not blowing your mind. That's the thing. I, nobody will listen to me because I'm not selling them a shortcut. I don't have some secret pill that's going to be like, hey, you take this, you'll become as funny as Brandon. <laughs> no, I work really hard at being funny. And you don't because you're not funny. I am funny. I affirm it every single time I make a funny joke. I make sure everybody knows I'm a funny guy. <laughs> what the hell am I talking about right now? Does anybody know? Because I never know what I'm talking about. I know a lot about nothing and nothing about a whole lot. So that's truly what this podcast is, is Brandon knowing absolutely nothing. So cool. Whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. I still can't believe I haven't watched Lost. Like, and I've had, like, some fun episodes. Like, Dave's a fun episode. That's the episode I'm on, is Dave, SOS, is the Rose Bernard episode, and then Two for the Road, which I'm kind of interested to see it with, like, you know, the new eyes, like, kind of a new eye on it. Like, uh, I haven't been this deep in a rewatch in a long time. I can't remember the last time I've gotten this deep. And I'm not even that deep. I'm not even through season two yet. I can't remember the last time I made it to season three. And I fucking love the back end of season three, dude. I did the, I think I talked about it with uh, Jake. A couple weeks ago, um, Sporkle, where like, that, that quiz place, I went there and tried Lost episodes, and I missed two. I missed two episodes. I remembered all but two episodes, and it was uh, the was it the lie, the lies in season five, and there was an episode in season four. No, 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 not season four. Was it season three? Left Behind. Yeah, in season three, there's an episode Left Behind in season three. Those are the only two episodes I missed. I knew every single other episode title. Like, my brain's fucking weird, dude. <laughs> and then I tried Baseball Hall of Famers, and that was like 255 guys or something. 260? 269? I can't remember. I named like 75% of them. It's, it's a trap, dude. Like Sam Crawford, guys like that. Hi, uh, oh, bleh. 
White Hoyt. Um, God, there's so many just random guys that just would pop in. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. Uh, what's his name? The Higo. He was like, yeah, yeah, it's all these. I don't know. I'm getting really inside baseball, literally right now. Also, Fred McGriff got elected to the Hall of Fame. Good for him. He was a really good player. I don't know if he's Hall of Fame worthy, but he was really good. He hit home runs. He hit bombs, bro. Uh, let's jump into some sports talk. I actually got some footy talk today. Tramier lost. Um, I haven't been getting this. Hibernian not playing right now? I guess they're not. Even though there's like no reason Scottish teams aren't playing, but weird. Um, but Preston is back in the championship game today. Beat Blackburn 4-1. Excellent, excellent result. Have against fellow promotion or maybe promotion favorites at the beginning of the year. Not maybe not favorites, but definitely in the playoff spots. Blackburn Preston was not expected to be this good. They're sitting in fourth place. Hell yeah, playing great, playing great, much better defensively. Been excellent. Offense is starting to come around. Four goals. Ben Woodburn, former Liverpool player, youngest Liverpool scorer of all time, um, scored the first goal. Chet Evans got a double, and then uh, Ben Whiteman scored the fourth one. So hell yeah, good for the old North End man. We are the North End, son. Uh, good, good, good for them. And then a Tranmere loss, sadly, sadly Tranmere loss. I think that's it. I don't think I haven't seen Portsmouth do anything for a while. It's not a festive period, is it? Nah, that's the thing. I, I don't even know, dude. I don't even know what's going on in the World Cup. I saw Morocco won, which is really fucking cool. You know, first time I guess uh, it had to be the first time the African team made the semifinal. So that's really neat. Um, other than that. I don't fucking care. Like, I, somebody asked, like, uh, somebody asked me, he's like, oh, uh, who, they don't listen to the podcast all the time. They're like, oh, what was like, what have you been saying about the World Cup with your podcast? I'm like, well, you yeah, I mean, haven't listened to the parts where I say I'm not fucking watching it because of all the bullshit around it. And outside of little bits here and there, like, not been watching it. I have no idea who's winning nothing, dude. I guess Brazil got knocked out. So, yeah, I mean, no, you know. What's in my fucking... Oh, that's just a white beard hair, is it? Hmm. God, I'm so old, dude. I got a new ring light, or whatever, to get better lighting. So if I ever go back to video, you can see me a little bit better in the video. And now I get to see how fucking old I look. <laughs> aging gracefully, not a Brandon thing. It's one of the things I'm not good at. I'm good at everything else, but aging gracefully, not one of them. Uh... No, I was happy about that. But the other sports talk, a thing that helped me cope the other night, Friday night, man. Like, I just had one of those days where I hated everything and everyone. Like, my mom called me to let me, you know, go to dinner or something like that. Want to go to dinner, give me some, like, bring up a couple things of mine. And I was like, oh, cool. And I'm like, oh, I might, start, like, talk to her about everything. Kind of like, what is I'm like, shit, I might start crying if I start talking to her. <laughs> like, I was so pissy and mad and just frustrated. Like, it was just, like, oh, God, I'm going to fucking unleash and just not be able to stop. So, yeah, I just, like, eh, fuck it. And, I, you know, I didn't because that's what I do. I don't know. It's just also on the phone. I don't like doing things on the phone. You know, I want to do, I want to do the big shit, like, face-to-face, -face, man. Like, I try to do that with almost, nah, I didn't do that. <laughs> I want to think I did that with any girl I ever broke up with. But nah, I just kind of ghosted because I, I was so emotionally immature. Like, nah, I'm just not, I'm just going to kind of stop talking to you and eventually you're going to go away. <laughs> oh, God. What a great guy. Good guy, great guy. Wonderful guy Brandon is right for that, dude. Oh, my hair's a mess. My beard's getting really stupidly long. The chops are fucking wonderful, though. Uh, who knows? But anyway, like I said, I had I was having just one of those days where I fucking hated everything. And the Games with Names podcast, if you've not checked that out, it's kind of neat. That's Sam Morrill, comedian who I love, and Julian Edelman, the a former wide receiver for the Patriots, who does a decent job. He's a decently funny guy. I mean, he's not like Sam Morrill level. He's not a fucking comedian. He's not a professional. He's a professional athlete. He's a funny guy. Um, they did Game 7 of the 2011 Stanley Cup Finals. Which is a weird game to pick because it's not that great of a game. It's a four nothing win for the Bruins. Yeah, the Bruins in a drought. There's the Vancouver Riots afterwards. But if you're wanting a game from that series to cover, you cover game three, the eight one thrashing the Bruins gave. Cause like everything that led up to it, the bite by uh, Burroughs in game one, 
then Burroughs doesn't get suspended for biting another player, plays game two and scores the game winner in overtime. And, like, the fucking Canucks are huge favorites in this series. And they come back to Boston. That place was... TD Garden was rocking. And beat the tar out of the Canucks. Not just on the scoreboard, but on the ice. Like, let's see, like, Thornton got thrown. Uh, Horton got hurt. Uh, Aaron Rome got thrown out. Burroughs, Lucic, uh, Seidenberg, Kessler. Let's see... I think there's a couple other... I think another Bruin or two got thrown out of that game. Yeah, like, almost like ten players got ejected from this game. <laughs> uh, McQuaid went. Because that was the big bad hombre. Uh, one big... One bad hombre, uh, I think, is Alex Edler. One of the... Like, started to try to fight. You know, that's game four. In game four, Alex Edler tried to fight McQuaid for a second. Then realized McQuaid would have beat the shit out of him. So he just drops the ice. And like, oh, it's great. Because them talking about it, one, I wanted to just scream because they were wrong on so many things. Like, so fucking wrong. Like, uh, Edelman said Tim Thomas wasn't a good regular season goalie. I'm like, dude won two Vesnas. And, like, I think he, I don't know if he still has the record, but I know he set the record at one point for highest save percentage in a season. And, like, and for a while I was, like, on the pace, like, lowest goals allowed in a game. And it's, like, for the season. Like, yeah, like, he was phenomenal he was a little inconsistent and he got started late in his career like you know because he had like the great year where he won the first Vezina then he was down the next year like not great and I think Tuka took us like took a spot but then he claimed it back the next year won another Vezina and like all that like but then he stood on his fucking head that entire playoff run and then there were some other things like they don't think the, like they're like oh the Bruins are probably favorites like no they were not at all like every Analysts, including myself, I thought we had no chance against the Canucks, like, at all. Because the Canucks were good. They were really good. It's just, man, whatever. But they were wrong on so many things, I just wanted to slap them. <laughs> and I'm just trying to figure out why the fuck did they not cover Game 3? Game 3 would have been so much fun to talk about. But they brought Big Z- the Zeno Chara in. Big Z, the true captain. Uh, they brought him in to talk about it, and it was really cool. This is the first podcast Z's ever done. So it was kind of cool to sit there and listen to him talk about it. And for some reason, some people are kind of ups- like, I don't know, they're not calling him out. Somebody's like, ooh, they're making this weird claim that um, the Canucks came to Game 3 or Game 4, or Game 3, and like we're already practicing like how are they going to raise the cup and who's, or- what order it goes in and stuff like that, like on the Bruins' eyes for Game 3. And they're making a big deal about him saying that. It's like, he said he saw it. Then he said he heard about it. He's fucking, he's making this stuff up. And it's like, dude, also, this is like 12 years ago. <laughs> like, also, second language. He probably said he saw or heard. Like, it kind of means the same thing. You idiots. I don't know. People get so fucking flipped out for nothing. Anyway, them talking about it made me go back Friday night. Because I was just like, I, I hate everybody. I hate everything. And go, I'm going to watch the every single win from that playoff run. And I did. I went on the YouTube, and they still have them out there. And I watched all the wins. It was, you know, it's like 20-minute like uh, highlights. Uh, typically about 20 minutes, like 15 to 20 minutes. And, oh, dude, it was so great. It was so much fun. Like, certain players coming back that I f- not so much forgot about, but forgot how much I loved. Like, uh, what the hell happened here? There's a little nick on my really nice computer. What the fuck, dude? Whatever. Like, Rich Peverly. I forgot all about Rich Peverly for some reason. Not so much I forgot about him, but I forgot how much I love Richie. Dude, I felt bad that his career had to end. Same thing like Nathan Horton. You know, kind of injuries. I think it was like a heart issue for Richie, though, so that's what sucked. And there was guys like McQuaid, the big bad hombre. Yeah, because he gets his helmet ripped off and... Yeah, I don't think Edler, uh, what was the announcer saying? Edler doesn't want none of that. Like, uh, everybody knows McQuaid's one bad hombre, and he kept saying that. McQuaid's got this fucking mullet going, and it's wonderful. Um, There's other guys like Johnny Rocket, Johnny Boychuk, Andrew Ference, who, game three in Montreal, scores uh, the goal. I think, like, it was 11 seconds into the second period, or the... I can't remember. He scored. I can't remember what the timestamp was now off the top of my head, but he turns around and just gives the finger to all the Canadian fans. Oh, beautiful! Tried to say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that." And he got suspended for a game. 
yeah, he got suspended for that, but Alex Burroughs literally bit another player and didn't get suspended at all. Hmm. NHL, Gary Bettman, useless ass. Um, what's all the commissioners fucking useless, dude? Adam Silver's the only decent one, and he's not that great. But freaking Bettman, um, Goodell is kind of whatever. And then uh, Manfred's joke of a human. Um, I like Johnny Rocket, McQuaid, Ference, Seidenberg. I forgot how great Seidenberg was besides Chara. Um, Danny Paye, Gregory Campbell. Oh, man. Joe List, the comedian, was also on the podcast. And he said that the year Campbell broke his leg was this, the same season. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was two years later he broke his leg. He got hit with a shot right in the tibia and it shattered his tibia. Finished the shift. Finished the shift and continued to play defense. Could not barely move, but he kept he kept trying to get in the way. Oh, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. It was beautiful to see. It's just how fucking tough hockey players are. Milan Lucic. And Brad Marchand as a rookie. As a rookie, he was in the finals. Damn, you can hate him all you want. The nose face killer is a fucking beast, dude. Um, Bergy, obviously, Krejci, like Horton, Lucic. Then you had, oh, dude, it was, the team was so good. It was so good. And it was so much fun to watch. But the best game of that whole playoff run, still the best game maybe I've ever seen, was game seven of the fi- uh, the conference finals against the Tampa Bay Lightning. one nothing. Third period goal with like seven minutes left by Nathan Horton. No penalties. Game is just crazy. And if you find the highlights on YouTube, the whoever uploaded it does the last two and a half minutes. It's no cuts, nothing. And it's, oh, it's so great. I remember watching that in my garage uh, by myself and just losing my mind. And when Nathan, when Horton scores, I go flying around like that. I mean, Nathan Horton, that Travis Tackett looking motherfucker, man. Like, dude. Seriously, if you've never seen him or Travis Tackett, look him up. And, like, uh, Travis is just a bigger version of Nathan Horton. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, no, it was so good. Like, Dwayne Rolison for the Lightning was so good in that game. Like, outstanding. Like, there should have been penalties in that game. They were just not called. They were just, everything was just let to go. And, oh, it was wonderful. And Timmy Thomas was just on his freaking game. Uh, beating the Canadians in seven. And then coming back in the next round to sweep the Lightning, who the year before we were up, uh, is that a hair? What's happening here? Whatever. Is that a scratch? I don't know what's happening. Who knows, man? Um, the year before, the Bruins were up 3-0 on the Flyers and then dropped the next three games. Then went up 3 nothing in the uh, Game 7 and blew it. Yeah, and got knocked out. It's one of the worst playoffs. One of the worst choke jobs ever. Um, and came back, swept them in the next year. Then we beat the Lightning in seven. Really good series. And then beat the Canucks in seven, dude. Like, the most, one of the most one-sided seven-game series of all time. Like, seriously, we beat Detar out of them. We really did. We lost three games in Vancouver, the first three ones. Won the three games of Boston and won game seven in Vancouver. Riots happen. It's wonderful. It's beautiful watching Vancouver fans who aren't real Canadians kind of losing their minds. <laughs> who want to be Americans so bad. Um, it, was, it was so awesome. I just remember just... I remember I, I was so worried about game seven because my mom made me shave for my brother's wedding because um, I used to. I don't do it as... I don't... I'm not try. I'm not as hard about it anymore. I used to do the whole playoff beard thing. If the Bruins were in the playoffs. I was not shaving, and my beard got pretty wild in that year, getting to the fucking finals and letting the beard just go crazy. And uh, she made me shave for the wedding. I was like, if we lose, mom, I swear to God, I swear to God, mom, if we lose, we're going, we're going to have some, we're going to have problems. We're going to have problems. <laughs> oh shit! No, it was so cool, man. And then, like, Bergie scoring two goals in Game 7. It was this great comeuppance as Burroughs just kind of was a bitch. Sorry. LaPierre fucking sticking his finger in uh, Bergie's face. Like, oh. And Mark Recchi getting up. Mark Recchi, a legend. I think he he just, uh, he just, he did something with the Bruins the other day. It was cool. It kind of got me a little kick for the 2011 Bruins. I guess uh, Games with Names is going to be doing Game uh, 7. Of the uh, of the Maple Leafs Bruins series 2013, when the Bruins were down uh, 
3-1 with like seven min nine minutes left and came back and won and Bergie scored. <laughs> they gonna have Bergeron on. It's gonna be so cool. Bergie. Oh, I fucking love him. That's what I did on a Friday night. Didn't do nothing else, man. Didn't do nothing else. Didn't watch anything. I was just like, fuck, I'm just gonna sit here and watch these highlights. I go back every once in a while and do it. Usually the game seven, the conference finals, because that game was so great. It's still the, one of it's one of, if not the greatest game I've ever watched. And in terms of just how well it's played and just passion, like ferocity, it's just it hits are coming. Oh, dude, it's great. The big bad Bruins, dude. We're not quite that team anymore. Then I I get out there and watched them lose to the fucking Coyotes. Of all the teams to lose to, the Coyotes. Why the fuck are the Coyotes even an NHL team? It was a, they're a joke. They are a literal joke. Nothing against the players on that team, but why does the NHL? continue to fail in Arizona. Like, 90% of the fans there were Bruins fans. They're playing in the same arena as the Arizona Sun Devils, who apparently have a fucking hockey team. Why why are we continuing to lose that much money there? What's the point? Get rid of them. Instead of having a stupid freaking draft where you take players from other teams, how about you just take the, car the Coyotes and move them to Seattle or move them to Vegas or move them wherever else you want to freaking go? Because there's zero reason for the Coyotes to exist. It's a joke. Nobody's there. It, like, I'm watching it. I'm like, this doesn't feel like an actual game. It feels like practice. It doesn't feel like anything. Like, it was like a weird goal at the end. It was like a negated icing that... I don't know. I don't know enough about the icing anymore. I know because I'm watching 2011. I love the icing, dude. It was an actual race. You had to go back there and touch the puck. You had to touch it up. Now it's like no touch. They just assume that you'll be the first one there or whatever. I don't like it. Go back to fucking hard ass skating, dude, and big hits. Danny Paye going nuts on Chris Pronger. Ah. Anyway. I don't know, he has negated icing at the end of the game. And, like, so they score off that, and it's a, it seems like a stupid call, a non-call from the refs, and I don't give a shit, because it's in Arizona, who cares? It's almost like this game doesn't count, it's not even real, it's a fucking exhibition game. It's a friendly, I don't know. It's dumb. Like, why? I don't get it. Like, we had to lose freaking Jeremy Lozon to the Seattle Kraken, a kid we drafted, and finally he was starting to come, like, a decent player at the professional level, or like at least the guy who was going to be there for us, maybe he wasn't going to turn into anything, but he was starting to play at that level, or you know he was actually playing for us in the playoffs, and then we lose him for nothing because they want to start a new team in Seattle. It's like what? How about you just move the fucking Coyote team here? They had a whole bunch of young talent that never comes good because nobody cares about them and they have no passion for the game there. Because why would you as a player, whenever you go home every single night, your home ice, every time you play there. The other team has, like, 90% of the fans in the crowd. Why would you care about playing there? Like, it's not a destination. Nobody's going to freaking go there. Everybody gets traded there. That's where Kessel's career went to die. It's dumb, man. I don't know. It's I'm ranting about the fucking Arizona Coyotes. They got me all messed up, dude. Whatever, man. Yeah, but that, like I said, I'm trying to find more ways to cope with anger. Uh, Like I said, it's not like... You should never get angry. Of course you should get angry. You should get mad at things. The things that bother you, get pissed off at them. Obviously, you got to be appropriate with it, though. You can't just start, like, uh, Like, people who lose their... Like, there's all those videos, and I think most of them are fake now because they're just content, or you're just trying to get your fucking likes in, whatever. Or, like, people would smash their TV because their team lost the freaking Super Bowl or something like that. You know how big much of a joke you are as a human to do that? You're such a joke. Like... Then it became, all oh, these people go viral because of it. Now let me smash my TV in these really crazy ways. Now that my team lost, I'm going to blow it up with fireworks. It's like, oh, cool. It's like, you know, you're, it's fake and phony and bullshit. Whatever. Complaining about society again. Woo! Too much cocaine. <laughs> Don't do cocaine. It's funny. I'm funny. See? Proving it. Ah. No, but trying to balance anger in a more appropriate way. Having more outlets. Need to hit the gym, bro. I need to fucking start losing weight again. I dropped like 12 pounds earlier this year. I think I've gained it all back. Just 
that's also my other issues. Like when I get like in these really pissy, angry moods, dude, I will fucking stress eat like a like a machine, man. Yeah, oh, I need to get that shit figured. I just need to go back to the gym. I remember I started going to the gym. Me and Jake did a couple years ago, and then I got COVID, and I have not been back since. And don't know why, dude. I felt so good doing it. Just need to stop eating goddamn Snickers bars, but they're so good. They're so good. Candy dude, man. I fucking love a good candy bar. Chocolate? Crack. Crack cocaine is chocolate. Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm looking over like the three songs. Do I really want to do these three songs? I know one of them for sure. Two of them actually for sure. Uh, three of them. Third one. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyway. I think that's about it for me tonight, guys. I think we're going to jump into the three songs of the week. I know I just complained about it, but I think one thing I'm going to talk about, it's going to be music-related, um, American Aquarium, great band, Raleigh, North Carolina. I've talked about them, featured a song or two on the on the podcast. Um, they are fighting the good fight in a very beautiful way right now. So there's like a thing with every music venue. Like a lot of them will take merch sales. Like they'll take like a percentage of it. Like 20% of your merch sales go to the house. Which is bullshit. It's 100% bullshit. Like, you know, if the band then asks the clubs, like, hey, 20% of your alcohol sales go to us because... Because, like, the reasoning for the club to take is, like, well, you know, we're giving you a place to sell your merch, so we should get a cut of it. And it's like, okay, if that... Okay, that's your logic, I guess. Whatever. I mean, it's not the dumbest logic. There's some semblance. It's like, you know, when you're in the mall, you pay rent to a guy. You know, and your, your sales will go towards that rent or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's some surface level there. But I also think it's still bullshit because if a band says, hey, how about the fact that nobody would be in your bar without us being here, so give us a percentage of your alcohol sales. That club's like, that doesn't make any sense. That's not That, that doesn't make any sense. So American Aquarium is now posting before the show and at the show they have a little piece of paper that says this place is taking 20% of the revenue off our merch sales so to combat that we have raised our prices by the way if you go to our website you can get these at that price and we get 100% of the profits so now like all these clubs are like yeah we're not doing that yeah we're not going to do that well, you, they get to keep all of it like they're backtracking on it and it's great and they're, they're like listing which ones don't take and like that and it's like some people are just fucking getting really angry and hopefully they're not getting angry at the employees because it's not a fucking employees call some manager who's never at the fucking shows some guy's not fucking there that's like that's the guy who does all that shit so yeah it, it's pretty cool to see him do that and like like I said there's some people who are like you know what we're no longer going to be taking uh, any merch money from the bands like one like Bands don't make any fucking money, dude. There's a reason why so much, like, music and artistry now is based around one person. Like, because you don't have to split the money five ways. So it's it's much more sustainable to make it as a musician if you're in a one person. Like, you're, like, the soul. A solo act. There we go. Instead of a five-piece band. So it's very rare for a five-piece band anymore or something like that. You know, unless you're already established. I mean, like, really, the biggest... Like bands on the planet, like or like Red Hot Chili Peppers and Anthony Kiedis is like 60, still scatting up there. And like, hey, remember when I said in a book I was 26 and like slept with a 14-year-old? Uh, I bet nobody else remembers that. Yeah, he did that. Uh, he put that in a book. He put that in a book for everybody to read. And nobody talks about it. So I'm talking about now. Anthony Kiedis slept with a 14-year-old when he was 26. And he put it in a book. I did a funny thing the other day. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony Kiedis, that ruins you. But I don't think anybody's listening. I don't think enough influential people are listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, no, I did a funny thing. I had somebody was throwing crazy shit at me. He's like, I'll never shop at this place because they're tied to the like the Wexner and they're tied to Epstein, blah, 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 blah. And somebody who's like a super Trump supporter. So I immediately just started seeing pictures of Trump and Epstein like together taking pictures where they're smiling beside each other. <laughs> They're not that dead. That guy's on my team, so therefore it's not a problem. That's my issue. It's just like demonizing one side just because you like you know they're not on your team. Politics is all about games now. It's all about being on the team. It's not. 
it should be all about who the fuck's standing in front of you. You know, so like if a football player who's obviously like had so many hits to the brain, he's an obvious idiot now and thinks like a sheriff's badge you can buy at Walmart makes him an actual cop. <laughs> Is in front of you, you just shouldn't like, you know, even if he's on my team, that guy has no idea what the fuck he's talking about, so let's not vote for that guy. And luckily, not enough people in Georgia did, so cool, good job. Same thing, like, you know, some dude on the left is like over here, like whipping his dick out all the time or some crazy shit like that. No matter, I don't know. I mean, there's some, there are some fucking wild people out there who are running. Was like it was like whenever um in the 2016 election I'm starting to get a little bit in politics I don't want to really want to get too much in politics but I always thought that was just, this was so irritating the people who voted for Jill Stein but had like zero reasons why <laughs> just because she was a third party candidate that was it that was the whole reason they voted for her well sh- she's not one of the main candidates I'm like okay what do you like about her and they had no answers besides she's not the other people and it's like cool thanks for wasting your vote. Wonderful. Wonderful. How about you just don't vote? Because that's how little you influence this election. <laughs> By voting for her. She's over here like, maybe we'll look into 9-11 and see what the answers are. And it's like, what the hell is she talking about? Like, she did not say one thing that made her seem presidential or anything like that. And it's like, you have freaking, oh, whatever. I'm not going to go into whatever I felt about 2016 election. It was a fucking nightmare by the end of it. But Jesus, it was like some people like, I vote for Jill Stein, and they had zero reasons why. I was like, she's the Green Party candidate. And it's like, what's that mean? And it's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, she's not Hillary or Trump. And it's like, cool. Way to go. Way to go. You guys are so smart. Whatever. Shut up about politics, Brandon. Sports talk's over. Oh, shit. Let's go into the three songs of the week, shall we? We might actually not be here for an hour and 55 minutes or whatever we are usually here for tonight. Oh, man. I do have... Like, we're going to get off started with a little bit of a sad one. Um, Two seconds. Let me pull it up. I hate that I... I was trying to get my really nice computer hooked up to the soundboard, but for some reason it's not reading it, and I can't remember how I got that to work. So I'm still stuck on... Well, it's not it's not like a bad computer at all. It's just the other one can do a little bit more in terms of processing and it has more USB inputs. So I can't like plug in my keyboard to this and like which makes it easier for me to type and search things and have the soundboard working and have the camera thing doing even though I'm, I don't really use the camera. <laughs> so there's no reason for me to do it, but whatever. I like to have it on me, man. Um What did that have to do with anything? I have no idea why I was talking about any of that. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I didn't get working. So I have to like take a second for me to type shit out. I guess that's where I was going. Who cares? Anyway, let's get to the sad stuff. Um, This next band, I don't think I've ever... I've had them as a opening song. Um, They are one of the best kind of 90s, late, uh, late 90s, early 2000s, like kind of alt-country rock bands, like those rock and roll guys. Um... Very much drive-by truckers, uh, Sunvolt, um, kind of in the ashes of Uncle Tupelo. Um, there's Slobberbone, man. Slobberbone from Denton, Texas. Put Denton on the fucking map, man. Um, hold on, just make sure. Make sure I've got everything right here. Slobberbone, man. I've always wanted to see them live. They seem like they played some great shows. I know they still kind of play, but they mostly just play in Texas now. And I ain't going to Texas. Good news is Uncle Lucius is getting back to back, getting back together. Jeez. Did I imagine this the other night or something? Because I'm not finding any news on it. Then again, they're not huge. No, come the fuck on. Sorry. Dead air, dude. Oh, come on, Brandon. Get focused up, man. Yeah, there we go. Jesus. Um, 
Yeah, Slobberbone. They're one of my favorite bands, man. They've just been great for a really long time. They don't put up that much good stuff. Or not that much good stuff. They don't put up that much new stuff anymore. Um, I have their compilation record around here somewhere. It's one of my favorite. They had some really heavy, great guitar tracks. I know uh, Stephen King's a huge fan. Um, he's mentioned him in a couple different books. He talks about Give Me Back My Dog, which is a great song. Um, but their guitarist... Um, Jess Barr wasn't Brent Best. What the hell was I talking about? What the hell's happening here, Brandon? Am I losing my fucking mind? Which one? Oh my god, I'm losing my mind here, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm losing my mind. I've been reading... Ugh. I've not been focusing at all. It's not Brent. Why am I thinking Brent died? No, nah, but Jesse Barr died. He was a guitarist for him, and I don't know. I'm losing my fucking head here. Let's just play the fucking song. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. One sorry, Brent Best, you're not dead. I, I love Brent Best. He's a great guitar player. For some reason, I thought he died, not Jess Barr, um, who I think filled in for a while for them. I guess he played with them in the heyday. I think he's a second guitar player, if I'm thinking correctly. Oh. oh man, I'm losing it. I swore Brent Best died for some reason. Ah, oh, jeez. Well, happy Brent Best has died. Still said Jess Barr died. Anyway, that was probably the most painful few minutes in this podcast history. That was a fucking mess. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, this is a really long song to get your mind off of it. It's called Get Gone Again off Barrel Chested, which is, um... Was it Get Gone Again? Oh my god, I'm so sorry, guys. I am in a fucking mess right now. You know what? How about we not play a sad song? How about we just play one of their fun, like, fun-ass, in-your-face, up-tempo rock songs? This is called Haze of Drink, because this is also one of my favorites. I was listening to them so much the other night, just because, like, Jess Barr's death. And, like I said, I don't know what's going on. I am sorry about this. This is kind of a fucking disaster. <laughs> Makes me want to start the whole, stop the whole episode and start all over again. Jesus. <laughs> this is Haze a Drink by uh, um, the Slop, not the Slobberbone, Slobberbone. Jesus. I do love a good wild fucking country rock band, dude. Rock and roll never dies. Hell yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Jespar. Um, I'm not sure if he played on this record or not. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the history of Slob Bone that well. They've always been one of my favorite groups, though. I fucking love Barrel Chested. And like I said, the record I have is great. Um, Little Drunk Fists, Barrel Chested, um, Get Gone Again, Engine Joe. Then they have, like, uh, Placemat Blues, Sober Song, Pinball Song. Whole bunch. They've got some great stuff. Uh, I've never heard them listen to them. Great band. Like I said, I think they still do kind of still do stuff. I'm not sure. I don't think Jess was in the band anymore. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it's still sad. Anytime anybody passes away, really. Anyways. Uh, like I said, that whole intro. I, I feel bad now for Slobberbone. I gave him the worst goddamn intro of all time, didn't I? Switch songs on them and just kind of just... <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, man. <laughs> Just gotta move on. This is live, man. No retakes, right? Unless I, you know, unless I want to. <laughs> I didn't do a Horrible Crow song this week, which I meant to, didn't I? No, I did. That's what the hell was. Why did I... I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, I should have had everything written out before I started. I did. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh. My mom better get me that Elsie 10 year anniversary for Christmas or we're going to have some problems <laughs> oh no they have a cover on the 10 year anniversary they have it on the live version as well of uh, NXS uh, Never Tears Apart and I've been listening to it like crazy I love Brian's voice I love the way they play it and um, it's got a little bit it's got a little heavier sound than the 80's song does for the LC 10 year anniversary so this is the Horrible Crows again this week the absolutely wonderful Horrible Crows the One Record Wonders, um, playing Never Tear Us Apart by uh, NXS. 
who were a great band and who was oh shit, what was the lead singer of NXS's name? This is so sloppy. <laughs> so sloppy. Yeah, yeah, of course they're Australian. Uh Michael Hutchins. That gorgeous man. What a good looking guy that was. Like just ridiculously good looking. Good for him. You know? What was he with Kylie Minogue for a while? Good for him. You know? Uh how did he die? Did he kill himself? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. That's sad. That's sad. Oh, man. Man, I'm really bringing it down. Jesus Christ, Brandon. <laughs> Get it back up. Michael Hutchins was a good-looking guy. That's where we're going to end it at. We're not going to talk about how he died. Uh, so, yeah, this is Never Tears Apart by the Horrible Crows. Hell, yeah. Oh, God, that's a great song. NXS plays a great fucking version, obviously, because they made this song. There's always such a, like, a, like a truth or, I don't know, an honesty about an original song over a cover. I don't know, just like, you know, it was cool to see they had, like, an actual studio version, because there's always been a really cool live version of Horrible Crows played uh, live in the Troubadour. This is kind of cool. So I've been listening to that song a lot, just the, their version of it, and I should have just used it. I don't know. I don't know. Don't second-guess yourself. Anyway, what are we talk about? Oh, man, I love that song, man. Like I said, there's such, like, kind of a vibe on it, man. Like I said, that it's awesome. It's so awesome. Like I said, me and Dave wanted to cover that song so bad. And there's no reason why we didn't. It was been it was perfect for us. It was a song that we all kinda knew. It's all a song we all liked. And me and Dave wanted to cover the shit out of it. And for some reason Sue was like, No, we don't want to cover it. I'm like, oh, to the moon <laughs> Oh, shit. Good times, great times, wonderful times when you're in a band and nobody listens to you. Uh, <laughs> I love them both. Good people. Oh, man. What was the third song of the week? Oh, that's right. The other song of the week is a Jeff Rosenstock song. Jeff Rosenstock's wonderful, man. Um, Let's see. Whoop. What record was Oh, I'm typing into the wrong thing. I need to figure all this stuff out. Oh, this has been a mess. What is this off of? We Cool? 2015's We Cool? Um, all about a lot of anxiety stuff. And that's a lot of, like, uh, uh, Jeff's stuff is all about anxiety growing up. And kind of, he's become like a hipster icon. A ska icon, even. Bomb the music industry. Uh, what, Antarctica Vespucci. Uh, he's been in so many different acts over the years. Um, he was opening for the Gaslight Anthem this past year. Worry 2016 was a great record. So was uh, I Look Like Shit. And <laughs> No Dream. Ska Dream was a lot of fun. Uh Played alongside Laura Stevenson, who was wonderful, man. Bomb music industry was a lot of fun. Um, Antarctica, not Antarctica, Antarctica. Uh, Vespucci. Oh, shit, man. Wow, how many different... He's been in so many bands. He's just prolific and fun and just honest. And, uh, you know, you know, chaotic confusion, man. It's just, it's beautiful. Just navigating that. It's definitely somebody you have that outlet with. This is Nausea. I didn't realize that's his most popular song on uh, what you call it on uh, the Spotify, but who cares, dude? There's so many great songs he's got. I love um, Wave, Goodnight, Wave Goodbye to Me. Hey, Allison. Um, what's the song with No Dream? I'm trying to think. Scram. Scram's a great track. Um, but this is Nausea. Like, it popped on one of the radios, man. I'm like, God. I forgot how great this song is. So this is Nausea from Jeff Rosenstock. I got so tired of discussing my future. Oh, shit. I lost myself here. What am I doing here, Brandon? What are we all doing? I have been so fucking sloppy through the music tonight, haven't I? Jesus Christ, dude. Oh. I got so tired of discussing my future that I started avoiding the people I love. Yeah. Yeah, definitely did that. I definitely did that. I definitely started doing that pretty bad. That I just started avoiding 
people who cared about me for a long time. Now I'm back. Well, I guess I don't know. I've never left, really. It's just... I never wanted to discuss that shit. So, like, it's not so much I wasn't there. You know, it was, like, not avoiding. It's just I started, like, emotionally avoiding people. So, I can still be that way where it feels like I'm so closed off to issues of other people. Like, something happens to this person. I'm kind of like, oh, man. And I try my best. Like, you know, really when I know it's coming and we're, like, set up to have that type of conversation, like, I can sit there and no problem. If you kind of spring it on me, I'm still kind of like, oh, shit, what am I doing here? (laughs) <laughs> oh, dude. You know, you know it's amazing when I'm all alone switching between porn and RoboCop. <laughs> it's a fun line. Uh, held on a bong hit sitting in a hot tub in South Wisconsin. I like the whole kind of showtimey vibe of that whole song. It's so much it's a fun song, but it's also still dealing with a lot of shit, you know. Evenings of silence and mornings of nausea. Been through a lot of those, man. It's kind of the curse of being me. I guess it's a curse of being for a lot of people. I hate when I say shit like that, like I'm the only person with problems. Oh, being mean to myself, need to stop. Oh, whatever. Like I said, we have just went through one of the sloppiest three songs of the weeks of all time. I switched right in the middle to a different song. I thought somebody was dead when they weren't, and I feel bad about that. I started talking about a guy who killed himself. <laughs> I randomly forgot that the music... I, I just kind of like turned the music all the way down and didn't have it like stopped. So we had a random burst of a stay positive by the hold steady. Uh, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> before nausea started. This has been a mess. We've had some fun though, haven't we? I think me being a mess is like the most appropriate way the show's gotta go, dude. We had some good times tonight, didn't we? We talked about anger issues. We talked about the 2011 Stanley Cup Finals and just the 2011 Boston Bruins. Just in general, it's beautiful, man. If you never checked those out, check those out. If you're a Blue Jackets fan and want to know what like actual hockey is, you got to go watch those because you've never actually seen real hockey. You think like fucking Boone Jenner's a good player. hi God, I'm so funny. Brandon Dubinsky, more like... Brandon Buzinski? God, that, that sucked. Shut up. <laughs> I like Dubinsky. Oh, man. I like Dubinsky a lot. He was a good player. I liked him. Um, it was kind of weird, though, watching uh, when they played the Flyers, uh, how many players ended up with like the weird connection of Flyers and the Blue Jackets. Like it, it, It's really weird. Like There's been so many players like Scott Hartnell, uh, well, not Claude Giroux. What was the other ones? Um, shit, what was his name? Then there was, like, Nikolai Zherdev, who started with that. Jody Shelley. Um, let's see, the Mason kid, the goalie. There's been, like, a whole bunch that's, like, went back and forth. It's weird. And it's like, the Flyers aren't very good. No wonder the Blue Jackets kind of suck. They keep thinking, we'll get this old player, this guy who used to play for the Flyers, and he's going to make us into a very average team. And that's what they've done. Uh, now they're really bad again, even though they got Johnny Hockey. I guess he's playing well. I think Patrick Wayne's hurt. That doesn't help. But that defense is horrible, man. Absolutely horrible. I did see that the Bruins were on pace for like 144 points for the regular season, which would just obliterate the record. It's just like absurd how well we've played so far this year. It's not going to last. This is not. It's impossible to like play that good. And like I said, I'm not super worried about being great right now. As long as we're like hitting it, like, come April, May, June, like, if we're playing really well then, if we're playing this well, like, we're playing right now, shit, we're gonna stroll to a Stanley Cup, but, you know, playing well right now means nothing if you play like shit come playoff time. Whatever, dude. Sports talk. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a great time. If you tuned in, thanks again. Thanks for listening, understanding, stay positive, get better. All the bullshit I usually say, man. Once again, it is the holiday season, and if you're having a good time, great. If you're one of those who struggles during this time, make sure you're reaching out to those who can help out because, you know, I know it's a tough time. It's a tough time to get through, especially by yourself, so make sure you realize you're not alone. Find those who can help if you need it. Um, Michael Hutchins killed himself. Oh, shit. I can't. 
It's, it was so bad. The music stuff was so bad tonight. Not the songs were wonderful. They were all wonderful. They were fun songs. Hazel Drink's a great song. The Never Tears Apart covers fun. And then like you know, Nausea's a great song by Jeff Rizestock. But Jesus Christ, did I not do them any justice in their lead-ups? Like, I don't know why I thought Brent Best died the other night. I've been so sad about Brent Best being dead, and it's like, and I don't get me wrong. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry, Jess Bar dying is sad. Sucks, but ah, <laughs> oh, you mourn the wrong guy. It causes problems. Jesus. Oh, has that ever happened to me before? Where I thought somebody died and then they hadn't? I don't know. I remember, like, outside of like you know where they did the fake ones. Like, uh, I remember they always tried with Ron White whenever, like, during after the Blue Comedy Comedy tour that he died. It was like every few months there's a Ron White died thing and like so many people have tried that and I think it's it's almost impossible really to pull it off now unless you get like this really old person who's like I don't know it's worse I guess you know thinking somebody died and they're actually alive or thinking somebody's alive and they're actually dead oh no thinking somebody's dead and they're actually like I guess I just said that what the fuck thinking somebody's dead and they're actually alive or if somebody's dead and oh shit I don't know I'm losing it guys I'm losing it I'm losing my mind here anyway I think this has helped in some therapeutic stuff talking about the anger tonight and talking about those Bruins dude it's beautiful I'm um, talking about Preston Northam with a big win and then uh, talking about um, you know I think you should leave with Tim Robinson which is just so damn wonderful that and the rehearsal is brilliant. I love some of this really goofy, awkward comedy that's out there right now. I love some good, absurd sketches. I like, I think you should leave more than the Eric Andre show. Because the Eric Andre show sometimes leans into gross-out humor a little bit too much. And just kind of, not all of his stuff hits because some, it's just sometimes it's so niche, you know. Like the one, I can't remember who the chick is. Is it Laura Conrad? Where he like throws up on the on the desk and then he eats it. And, like, you know, it's all, you know, obviously he's not eating real throw up, but, like, you know, that's the whole gag. And it's just, uh, dude, no. This is just disgusting. This isn't funny. It's just disgusting. Um, it only plays to a very, 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 very small audience. And something that's, that's also part of Eric Andre's trick. He doesn't really care about nothing. Um, yeah, but I think, I think you should leave might be, is better. It's better. It's just consistently a little bit better. Because, I don't know, they're just dumb. Like I said, and also the way to hit that, Sad notes he can sometimes hit in these is just wonderful. Like when that guy in the suit, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> it just gets so excess. Like oh shit, you have no idea where they're going. I have the weird one where the guy's in the car shop or whatever the car, like the, the Ford guy or the Chevy guy. He's talking about the new car and they're all giving ideas about what the new car should be. And there's like this really Italian guy who keeps talking about the steering wheel flying off and it's just real odd and all over the place and. The Will Forte bit. Oh, it's great. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. I'm at the end of the show. I'm tired. I might go straight to sleep. It's only like, it's not even 9 o'clock, I think. I, I usually record these on Saturday nights. And then say it's Sunday. It's called Movie Magic. Oh. Anyways. I might do the Virtute to Cat thing this week, so you might see me on Wednesday. You may not. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm still working a lot of things out. Oh, shit. Anyways, guys, have a great rest of your night. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for understanding. Uh, just like what you heard, spread the good word. Anywhere podcasts are available except, like, YouTube or some shit. Um, if you got ideas for the show, let me know. If you want to be on the show, let me know. If you got questions, you know, let me know. Uh, Jesus. Whatever, guys, let's get out of here. Peace out, uh, Girl Scouts. So, I felt like there was something to say. I don't have anything to plug. Fuck off. I'm not hitting in on that, sorry. Have a good night.